0: You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck.
1: (sighs) Nostalgia is one of the strongest forces in the human psyche and is responsible for the continued existence of some of our favorite fandoms. From the minds behind the Dole and Dreams podcast and Isolation Cast Voices from Quarantine, Saturday Morning Confidential takes you on a deep dive into the properties that helped influence the artists and creators of today. So whether you are a goonie, a gym girl, a digi-destined, or you just want to return to Oz... New episodes release on Fridays bi-weekly starting January 1st of 2021. And join us on the Wednesdays after the main show for the Serial Killer Radio Hour, where we sit down with the people responsible for the toys, shows, and fandoms that you love. Now you can find Saturday Morning Confidential at certainpov.com backslash pod or on your favorite podcast platforms. So don't forget to tune in for another deep dive into the files of Saturday Morning Confidential.
0: now that we're all ready let's take that journey into mystery as we go through the cosmos to talk about spider-man 2 from 2004 i mean yay are you excited
2: i'm i'm good with the first two sam raimi films uh the third one i'm not super looking forward to as a movie but i always like having malfoy on the show so i guess that's the like the silver lining to that um but i'm excited about this one so so this week is just gonna be us you know
3: gushing about the the possibilities and the successes of the the genre and then next week or the next time that i'm on when we talk about the third one it'll be the exact opposite so can, like, <laughs> the contrast of like what it's like to watch a good movie with us versus watching a terrible movie with us
0: that's fair
2: I mean, if you've been if you've been in the space car for any amount of time, because I assume it's a space car that we're traveling on this journey of the mystery and of course. Um, if if you were here for the original Doctor Strange or uh, the very first Spider Man that kicked us off for season two, you've heard us talk about bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's lots of talking about everything else because it gave us nothing to talk about. Um, but this movie, there's, I feel like there's plenty to talk about in this movie. Oh, of course.
0: So we are going to talk about Spider-Man two, but first we're going to get through some MCU news. Cause there's a little bit of that
2: <laughs> and,
0: MCU news. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the finale episode of Loki. What? I mean, did the two of you at least enjoy it?
3: Oh, it was great. Enjoy it. Bury the lead. What? Of course, I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then we will get into Spider Man Two. So first off, I wanted to say Jamil, Janelle, Jamila, Jamila. Jam- yeah, Jamila. Jamila Janelle. Uh, I I know her from the good place. Uh, confirmed on her TikTok. I'm not a TikTok person, so others that that are on TikTok, you. You have to tell me if this is a good TikTok video, but she confirmed that she is indeed cast in the She-Hulk TV series. Uh, I believe she is cast as the villain. Titania. Titania. Thank you. (laughs) And the way she confirmed it was by showing uh, the fact that she's training to fight. What did you think of the moves?
2: It was... I, I was honestly impressed. I am looking it
0: up
3: at, at the moment because I I saw that she was confirmed and I looked it up on IMDb, but I did not see her fighting. So
0: oh yeah 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 there's there's she put out a video and I saw it on I saw it on Twitter. I didn't see it on TikTok, but it was a TikTok video. Of her training with the stunt coordinators on how to fight and and do uh, stage fighting. So, I mean, the moves looked great, and she moved incredibly, so I, I can't wait, and I hope I hope she gets to do some of the humor that, uh, I mean, I know her best for from The Good Place. Did either, either one of you watch The Good Place? Mm-hmm. I have not.
3: Well, Malfoy, go watch The Good Place, because I, I really I've, enjoyed I've heard, it. I've heard so many good things about it. I mean, I might as well. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean... I feel like I'm not in a place where I could recommend things to Malfoy, because I have a list of movies that Malfoy gave me at one point, and he's like, so you're going to watch all these at some point? And I'm like, sure, bud. And I still haven't watched most of them. So, No, no, they have not. <laughs> nope. Have I seen Perks of Being a Wallflower? I saw the end. Uh... <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> that it was being watched around me, and... I came in for the ending. Um so at at your own pace. I feel like I can't recommend things to you until I get further into the list that you would provide. I'm still gonna recommend things because whatever. But no, you know.
3: I, I have my own list of shame of stuff that I haven't gotten to. It's it's just another sitcom though, so I'm just like
0: it's not, not though. Like, it's not just mm. another sitcom. Like it's five seasons of like pure gold.
3: It's really good. It's
0: really <laughs> seasons good. seasons
3: is manageable, though. But is it, is it still, like, sitcom episodes? Is it still, like, 20 episodes a season? No.
0: It's, like... No. I think it's, like, 13. It, it's it's yeah. It's short seasons.
2: And it's, like, manageable.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: And...
3: <laughs> I might bump it up the list, then, because that seems better than, you know... I which is eight seasons or whatever at 20-something episodes. Yeah, you don't need to do that.
2: That show, just the... the for how casual they are about some of the stuff they talk about, it's just like I love this. This is great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I need to know what is what are the other some of the other things that are on this list that was given to Ian.
2: Oh God, because uh, I mean, uh,
0: mid- I feel like Midnight
2: I- in Paris was on there, but I've I've now seen that multiple times because it's fantastic. Okay, yeah, of course. Um. um what else
3: was on the list?
2: Whiplash was on there, and then we watched it together. Correct. Uh, have you seen 10 Cloverfield Lane yet? No, I have not. That's on the list. I know that. I'm just looking up in
3: my movies right now. Just 10 to-
0: Cloverfield Lane is a good movie, but and in, in, in of like of the movies that have been suggested so far on this list, uh, that's the okay, only so one this I this like. This is
3: circa, like, 2014, 2015. I have not added <laughs> To this list, correct, because okay. the list would
2: just be impossibly long, and I would give up.
0: See, that's, I feel like Malfoy and, and I need to be on a uh, podcast together because we have uh, apparently different tastes in movies. <laughs> See,
3: my my movie taste is different now than it was when I had those lists. Though I still enjoy every movie that was mentioned. Um, they're not like super high up in my echelon of requ- or recommends. So. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean you don't have to watch those. Yeah, you can skip them. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would like to, to put a caveat because Ricky so kindly corrected me in chat. Um, Ricky forced me to watch Midnight in Paris.
0: Ah, and but, but now you've and watched that, it several times. That's when I,
2: I. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, but I have such a hard time watching new movies, like movies I haven't seen before. Mm. Because when like I have a hard time sitting down to watch most things if I haven't seen it before because it's like, is this even gonna be a worth it investment of my time? Am I gonna have fun here? Or <laughs> would I have like better used my time somewhere else? Like, well, it's really I feel really silly for saying that.
0: When someone someone suggested to you, does it does that make it carry more weight? Like, okay, I, I'm investing my time because someone else said, "Hey, this is good."
2: Depending
3: on who recommends it. As you can see, my recommendation is held very high.
2: Your <laughs> <laughs> recommendation really is? I'm just I'm I'm streaming, I'm trying to make other content.
0: Uh, <laughs> well look look at it this way. Ian's probably never gonna take any of my suggestions because I made them watch all these terrible non-MCU movies.
2: Yeah. They think about that a lot
3: actually. <laughs> Shut
0: up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you that shit. That was <laughs> in confidence. <laughs>
2: no, no,
3: but no, they just said those movies were terrible. And I'm sure they were. So you guys That's, talked about
0: A lot of them were. A, a lot of them were.
2: Most of them were trash. The first Incredible Hulk was kind of saving for me for a minute. <laughs> and then we had 20 of them.
0: And I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay, getting back to She-Hulk. Uh, we also <laughs> I was going to
3: say, that's a good
0: transition. <laughs> we also had some uh, 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 some new casting news that just dropped today. Josh Segarra is going to put, be playing a role in the She-Hulk series. They haven't released what it is, the role that he's going to be playing. Uh, I don't know if either one of you watched Arrow on CW, because he had a big role in that in the last couple seasons of Prometheus. I only watched the first season. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, same. I watched the first little bit of it, and then I was like, "I, I don't like this." And then I went and watched way too much of the Flash.
0: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> yeah, there's a. I mean, he is. He's he's done a lot of TV. Um, I know he was in Chicago PD for a few episodes, and then he was on a show called Sirens, where he was a paramedic. So, uh. He's he's a good actor, so I'm interested to see what it is that he plays in the TV series.
2: Um, okay, I, so I, oh, go ahead, Ian. I was gonna say I had to to IMDb this guy just to make sure that I knew who you were talking about. I I recognize the face. Okay, that that's about all that I know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I would say I'm in the same boat. Like he has a very recognizable face, but. I've never seen any of his shows. Definitely his commercials for said shows, but uh, I've seen anything he's in. Um, But so, a question: IMDb has the number of episodes listed for some of the uh, actors and actresses on this show. Do you think that uh, they would just list the whole season so it's not a spoiler? That if they're in less episodes, or do you think these are accurate?
0: I don't think they're accurate. I think okay, cool. Certain people are just uh putting it on there cuz people that use the website can also make changes to IMDb they don't necessarily have to be um uh verified that's the word
3: yeah cuz it it shows you know Tatiana Maslany obviously Jamila Jamil uh and then Mark Ruffalo and then some other people and then they are all like everybody has like the entire season so i'm just like huh i don't know if i want to know yeah, I don't in this, the whole
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say Mark Ruffalo is definitely not gonna be in the whole season.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, that's expensive, I would think.
0: And I don't even know if they know that it's gonna be ten episodes long at this point.
3: Well, it's just twenty twenty two, so I mean it's probably
2: not. Yeah. I, I don't know how far along they are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going I just got really excited because the, the Moon Knight poster is on the She-Hulk IMDB page.
0: <laughs> and
2: it's just, I'm not even excited because I know anything about Moon Knight. I just, I want him to, to beat people up and demand money.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or drugs. Or both.
0: I need money for my ketamine.
2: Yeah, what up, Spider-Man? You got any ketamine? <laughs> Moon Knight, you th- I think you have a problem, bud.
3: I mean, it's Oscar Isaac. I'll watch anything he's in. I don't know anything about the character,
2: so should Same. be great. I really know nothing aside from memes, and I don't know how <laughs> accurate those are, if at all. They're probably not. If there's, if there's a hero one hundred and one on on Moon Knight at any point, let me know. Um, even if I, I'll, I'll be on the show, I'll just listen to it. Whatever, I just need to know that it's happening, so I'd at least understand what's going on.
0: <laughs> you will be there. I will have you on. Imagine If for Moon Knight 101. Nice. <laughs> heard it here first. You heard, heard it here heard first. first. Uh, moving over to films in the MCU, we have a director for the Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali. Um, the director made a movie called Mogul Mowgli. I don't believe it is out yet. I think it's just been to Khan. And uh, his name is Basam Tariq. So... I don't. I can't. I don't know any of his work to the, to base this off of. But if this is the way that Marvel or Marvel Studios is going to be going with taking smaller indie directors to make all their their movies, I'm in for it.
3: Yeah, I think it's a great idea too, especially if they're early in their career. Right, it, it'll be like they haven't you know expended some of their maybe creative energy yet mm-hmm. on like passion projects maybe or stuff like that and they can have this fresh perspective to just come in and just like make their first great film with all the support from marvel uh i think it should be good i'll definitely watch this um mogul Mowgli movie this year then i mean riz ahmed's in it so can't suck At it also good.
0: it was also like uh i forgot what the it's it's riz ahmed as a musician that gets diagnosed with something right
3: uh it just says he's a rapper and he's struck down by an illness that threatens to derail his big break.
0: Yeah. So the, which made me think of Riz Ahmed's like one of his la- latest movies yeah. <laughs> where that was it the the sound of metal or. Yeah. That's
3: yeah. what it is. The sound of metal.
0: Yeah. Where he's a drummer that gets struck down with deafness. Like, so I was like, that's. Very similar. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: they're they're literally
3: Billed right next to each other on his IMDb credits too. <laughs> like he did them one after the other.
0: Uh, but but yeah, Riz Ahmed, another great actor. So I'll, I'll I'll watch anything he does.
3: Yeah, that's about where I'm at on it too. I'm
2: I'm excited about New Blade.
0: Oh, Same. Yeah.
2: I'm excited about New Blade. Um, <clears throat> I think that. I think if they try to capture the the absolute lightning in a bottle that was the original Blade movie with, like, trying to, like, mimic any of that, I'd be down for it. I know that there's plenty of people that'd be like, it was just a rehash. Shut up. It was awesome. <laughs> Give him cool sunglasses. Let him never get blood on him for whatever reason. And just say, go forth and kill vampires. I'm in. I'm all the way in. With cheesy one-liners,
0: and I'll I'll be the first to admit it. Like I was when when Mahershala Ali's name was being thrown around uh, as a plate I said he'd never do it. I I thought he was too serious of an actor to do it. I was like, I was just like, no, nah, he's not gonna do this comic book movie. But then he did Elita Battle Angel, and I was like, okay, maybe he will. Not that he did a bad job in Elita Battle Angel. Like he did a good job. So I, but I just thought he's too good of an actor, like to be in these. But that's the thing; these Marvel movies are definitely catching everybody now. Like they'll grab. I mean, look at Eternals. Eternals is gonna, Mm -hmm. yeah,
3: yeah, half half of Hollywood's in Eternals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange had like the best uh, acting cast like ever at that point. So oh yeah,
3: uh, I mean Benedict Cumberbatch was that like he was still ascending at that point and he was still pretty high up on everybody's list. Like regular layman Americans knew who Benedict Cumberbatch was. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane Mm -hmm. with a name like that. How is that possible?
0: (laughs) So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Mursh as as blade. Uh, I, I I hope they don't keep the name that they were, that that was saying they were going to go around with the blade, the vampire slayer, like just because it's a little too close to Buffy, the vampire slayer.
2: Just on the nose too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Blade colon fucking up vampire. <laughs> here we go. That's I. You're welcome. I will expect my check in the mail. Um. <clears throat> so Garrett in chat here is uh, I'm a little confused. So help me help me through this one. He said Billy Crystal as Bishop, but in his Princess Bride costume.
0: Bishop like Billy from
2: the X Men. Yeah, and my next thought is, Billy Crystal was in Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no,
0: that was what I was thinking. He was Miracle Max.
2: Oh duh. What?
0: Miracle Max. He was Miracle Max, to blave. Which means to bluff. He was. You guys were playing (laughs) poker, and he lost to him, and he bluffed. Yeah. There we go. That's Billy Crystal. Yes. What? Have fun storming the (laughs) castle. What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Okay, so now he said, I'm sorry, Whistler. He didn't mean Uh, Bishop, he meant Whistler. That makes more sense to me. (laughs) So you want Billy Crystal as Miracle Max to be Whistler. I'm here for a lot of things, but I don't know if that's one of them.
0: I mean, I feel like Chris Christopherson could come back and do it anyways, but... I really really feel like he could... (laughs) I, I will not sell for anything less than Sam Elliott and his mustache. Ooh.
2: Ooh, that's pretty fucking good. All right, now hear me out if we're going Sam Elliott. <clears throat> if we're going Sam Elliott, sure, he's Whistler, but then that means we have to bring him back to be Whistler as Ghost Rider. <laughs>
0: I mean his well, in it, it Ghostwriter he was the Phantom Writer. He was the the like original Ghostwriter from the six, or one of the original Ghostwriters from the the Old West. But I get what you're saying. So,
2: so it, he it, has to, period? yeah. In the really? Nick Cage
0: second, okay. the second Nick Cage movie, I think. No, the yeah, first one because
2: he was the he was the mentor in the first one. Yeah. And he was the Phantom Rider, so I mean, if we had if we had Sam, Sam Elliott show up and be Whistler, but little do we know, Whistler's just like vampires suck because he's been the Phantom Rider this whole time, and we just didn't know. Like, and then I'm here
3: just, for it. He's just Mephisto the whole time too. Oh, oh there oh, it awkward. is.
0: There it is.
3: So the, that's what I was gonna ask though. It's like which which part of the MCU are we gonna connect this to? Probably the Doctor Strange part, right?
0: for Um, Ghost Rider or for Blade Uh, I'm I'm sure Blade Moon Knight are going to probably be together and maybe uh, maybe it it could either be externals or it could be uh, uh, Doctor Strange
3: yeah I'm just trying to think like how vampires would logically fit
2: with what we have already I mean, and if Do- if Doctor Strange pulled Thor into the Sanctum to be like, all right, let's level, because I know you're very powerful. Does that mean he's also had this same conversation with like Blade and like our other like street level like vigilantes of like, look, don't cause too much of a ruckus, please.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Not with the street level people, because and and like Blade doesn't have any magical powers. Like, yeah, he has like genetic powers because he's half vampire or daywalker or whatever you want to call him. But like he literally pulls in Thor and Loki to be like, I have to keep track of whenever like people of certain power sets like show up or you know celestial beings and stuff like that. So that's what I'm guessing. Okay.
2: That I'll I'll allow that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, vampires could easily show up in the next Doctor Strange movie because it's Sam Raimi said it's gonna be like a horror movie. Uh, but externals have lived forever. So they've, you know, could have come across immortal vampires. We already heard about vampires from, uh, Mobius in the TVA.
2: Yeah, we did.
0: Episode five, I want to say right before he's pruned or a little bit before he's pruned. He was like, you know, it, it could be, or it could be Titans. It could be vampires. It could be whatever. Like there's always going to be something.
3: Okay. Okay. I think I remember. (laughs)
0: So. <laughs> Speaking of we I was going to
2: say I think that's our jump
0: off point right there <laughs> That's right uh, We're getting a second season of Loki As we saw at the end of the sixth episode of Loki We had uh, our in credit scene was Or our after credit scene was uh, Some bureaucracy paperwork being stamped with the Loki were returned for season two This is the first Disney Plus MCU TV series To get a second season that we know of
2: Enjoy how honest Marvel has been throughout the entirety of the MCU of just showing up at the end, being like, Yeah, they'll come back.
0: <laughs> this is where you can see them the next time.
2: Yeah, we'll return. Cool. Thanks, man. You could have just put out a poster that would <laughs> let me know. But, like, this works too.
0: It's very comic booky, right? Like, at the end of your comic yeah. book, it's like, Follow this story in uh, Avengers number 47 coming out next week.
2: Uh, don't make me buy another comic like i'm reading i am (laughs) i i hate it because i read a lot of like batman right Mm -hmm. and it's like oh you want to keep on reading you gotta pick up jla
0: i don't read jla (laughs) well you also have to pick up batwoman (laughs) and then yeah
2: i i don't read that i'm sorry so it looks like i'm missing chunks of story and i'm gonna be real confused and i'm just gonna google it
0: (laughs) (laughs) sometimes this is what you have to do you just have to Google it.
2: I'll put my foot down. They'll start listening to me someday. Mainline it. Story all the way through. You need, you need another character to come in here? Bring them to this comic book. I'm not going over there.
0: <laughs> they need you to buy that other book, though.
3: Nope.
2: <laughs> just prune all the other books. This is the only one.
0: <laughs> there I mean, you go.
2: For me, I, I, I read like six books. <laughs> That's it. I don't need to get super involved in anything else.
0: What did the two of you think of "He Who Remains"?
2: Loved it. Did you? I think I think it's a very clever way to play off of who they're bringing in next.
0: This and is very true. I
2: enjoyed it thoroughly.
3: So I don't I don't know anything. Oh, I, like obviously I've heard enough to know that Jonathan Majors is going to be Kang, and all I know is Kang by name. I don't know his story. I don't know. I know he deals with time. I know something about some city he makes called Chronopolis or something. That's it. Uh, this is just all speculation for me. So him showing up at the end as some other character that's also Kang in a way, <laughs> uh, like works for me because I, I this isn't disappointing me in any way because I don't know any other stuff to base it off of.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. essentially, what he who remains tells us with his little moving guy toy thingy, uh, that that's that's the story. Like it's it's you got your council of Kangs and. Eventually, uh, uh, Kang was the the you know one that win, wins out and go, tries to go through and conquer time, where other other versions of himself throughout this, his timeline try and stop him.
2: So Garrett wants to know: Do you think Kang will be uh, Reed Richards' ancestor as well?
0: I I mean, I it's a possibility. Right? So, huh?
2: His name is Nathaniel,
3: right? Yeah, Nathaniel,
0: Nathaniel Richards. Richards. Yeah, that at one point I think they they have him be Reed Richards' father. Maybe even further down, but I don't know. I I doubt it. I don't think that they'll do that. But who knows? It it's I mean, in there.
2: Garrett Garrett thinks it's a good place to start the Fantastic Four movies. Well, he who remains says that
3: he was born in the 30th century, so it would be well past modern MCU.
0: But he's a time Rude. traveler,
3: right? But he's saying like his original like birth point, like his genesis point, is in the 30th century.
0: I'm saying he could have traveled back in time to have Reed Richards.
2: Oh. He could have come back in time and been like, "Hey, lady, we're gonna have a kid." <laughs> She's like, like, "What?" And he's like, <laughs> "Too late." <And> kind of <laughs> like he's Ego. a monster. Yeah, like how Eco just kind of showed up and has kids with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. <clears throat> I mean, with this being the confirmation of Kang, because we're we're not getting a Mephisto moment out of this, like. They, they have to do Kang now in some way, shape, or form. Uh, this gives us I- access to Iron Lad, which means um, Young Avengers confirmed.
0: There it is. Young Avengers.
2: Uh, you can mark off your bingo sheet now, everybody. I said
0: it.
2: <laughs> now we got to get Mitch to say something about the Thunderbolts today.
0: We'll get there. No worries.
2: <laughs> so... Um, when
3: he who remains first makes his offer through, uh, Miss Minutes. Mm-hmm. And then later in the story says he has, a, he takes his like newfound power and then, um, like domesticates Elioth and then hides behind Elioth. Is that power just his like time traveling equation thing that he figures out? Or is, do you think Miss Minutes is tied to that somehow?
0: I think Miss Minutes is just another... Invention that he made.
3: Okay. Yeah. So, do you think she exists in the same sense that he does,
0: Eliath, or she, or, he, uh, who or he who remains
3: remains? Because she's the only entity other than him, presumably, that can travel back and forth between the Citadel and anywhere else.
0: It's true. I didn't think about that. I think, I think it's just a program that he he projects through time to any place that he needs it to go. Or now that it's quote-unquote sentient, it can jump between the two.
2: But does that mean there's multiple miss minutes?
0: In the sense that it's a program that it can be everywhere at once?
2: I'll allow it.
3: (laughs) Well, all all time is happening simultaneously. Correct. Of course she can be anywhere at once. (laughs) She is everywhere at once.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the
2: amount of the amount of conversations that this show has made me have at work about, like, man, time travel is so confusing. Is it though? <laughs> if, if, if it's I, done if, poorly, if but it's this, done this poorly, this time travel isn't confusing. This time travel was done very well. Uh, it still has room for it to get confusing if you want it to be, though. Is well, the, the like, I like the way that they did this, where like we have one point that is fixed in all of time and sp- like all of time and space that is the TVA so no matter what you can always come back to the TVA and be removed from everything so you're just kind of like watching time happen anything that will happen has already and you have access to it so you're not worrying about anything and they built in like whatever it's called like anti recursion
0: mm. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they still haven't explained that, which uh, they didn't have to, obviously. But uh I don't I don't know like I I feel like the way that it, that it played out, the show is suggesting pretty heavily that he who remains is always going to die there. So if that's always the end point and then multiverse and then also with the rings with Mobius when he's talking to Renslayer Mm -hmm. I feel like we're just in a cycle where the multiverse goes to war, consolidates, he who remains dies, goes to war, consolidates, he who remains dies, you know? And we're just on, like, the fourth rotation.
2: Probably.
0: I mean, we definitely, that's definitely the way that he portrays it to say because he knows that what's going to happen, but it's the only reason he knows what's going to happen is because he already lived through it once.
3: Well, and then also the only other time, like, his description of this is the threshold, I don't know what happens here. The only other time we've had like a moment like that was with the ancient one and Dr. Strange. And then she even says, I know that I'm going to die here because I can't see past this point.
0: True. But that's because she's absorbed the time stone. Like she, she'd messed with it already. I don't know if it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Like obviously the infinity stone uses, it manipulates time through some type of celestial magic, quote unquote magic. Whereas he remains has traveled through time using science or at least that's how he portrays it.
3: You don't think there's some sort of like non-scientific element to him as like an individual now bound to time
0: i don't think so i think that the way that that i i I mean there's it's a possibility but i think that just the way that he described the story whether or not that's a true story or not he's the unreliable narrator the way that he describes the story is that it's it's him and then the other versions of himself all working together to create better science
2: so now i'm gonna go ahead and make a bold statement that's gonna predict the future of everything here ready <clears throat> it is science until it's magic.
0: Well, it's, it's where a, it's only magic. He's
2: gonna be he, he's gonna figure it out and he's gonna go too far or in a weird direction <laughs> and meet next, next thing you know. He's like, oh shit, I found Dormammu. And he's like, yo, I don't like that at all. And he's like, bet. And now he's got the weird mark that everybody had in Doctor Strange. That's why he's the one who wins out. He's He's Majin the one who remains, man. Like he's got all the power.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, like
2: like the the eye makeup stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So he's he's gone and met Dormammu, and Dormammu's like, "Yo, so time's fucking weird, right?" And he's like, well, "This is crazy." <laughs> so with your science and my matter, with with my yeah my science and your magic, can we fix this? And Dormammu's like, "Yes." but like maniacally right because he's a
3: bad guy interesting (laughs) i don't think dormammu would work with kang so i feel like it would be kang conquering dormammu right
2: i think it's a bad deal that was made kang is a warlock and he doesn't know how
0: to make deals (laughs) on brand (laughs) i mean it's fair Uh, It'd be another person manipulating time walking in and being like, I'm here to bargain, but he just didn't make a good bargain.
2: Yeah. When he's like, I'm here to bargain. He's like, I've done this once before. Shut up.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, the death of he who remains, you know, by his own word is, is the, is, is a bad thing because it's going to unleash the other variants of himself Uh, Upon this world, how do you feel like this is going to affect the MCU going forward?
3: So this is where your understanding of the time travel and the and the timeline branches and universes can be hard if you don't get it. Because I feel like I don't get it. So when they show at the beginning, they pull out and they use like sounds from our MCU Mm -hmm. to like signify maybe we're like this is our timeline that we know. And then they go in, and then it's Sylvie's voice, and then it's a bunch of women talking before you get to the Citadel to, like, kind of suggest that maybe each black hole was a different universe, were our Loki and then hers. And then he shows on his little diagram for each Kang what looks like a little black hole with, like, a Saturn ring around it, mm-hmm. kind of similar to that visual. Like, each universe is its own black hole thing in this visual diagram. So the branching, could that be like he's isolated his ring and then the branching prevents it from connecting up or down or side to side to the other rings? Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's what I am perceiving it to be. I don't know if that's 100% right, though.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think any of us know if it's 100% right, but I, I would say that that's definitely the what we were being shown. Okay. So yeah, as, as each nexus point connects itself to yet a different timeline, this is uh, where uh where the the those different visuals of a black hole would show up. Thus and a tear.
2: I think that's the whole point of the like critical point of Nexus events where it's branching and branching and branching and at that point if it crosses this threshold we're in real dangerous territory of touching another universe and linking beyond being able to not like to cut the connection.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're all on the same page about this. Yeah. Okay. Feel good. Yeah, yeah. yeah feel yeah, good
1: yeah. about
0: it. But I also think another thing that would be that's going to be, or I don't know, could be a uh, a bad thing, uh, as as he who remains described as they tore into the timeline so many times, it created Eliath to come and destroy variants or different parts of the timeline. So if. We are having a no more sacred timeline. Like where things are splitting off, does that mean we're going to get more Elias?
3: Ooh, y- yes. I would think each universe has an Elias of some sorts. If like, because wh- why couldn't Elias have a variant as well?
0: I mean, this is true, but is is it a Elias- is is Eliath the original? Like, hey, there's too many timelines. I need to to prune this back. Like, is is that the original time? Like, guard dog, so to speak, that the timeline itself created. Whereas kang or He Who Remains, like, took it upon himself to start pruning timelines. Basically, is it the is it the universe like creating its own order by creating Eliath?
3: I think so. It's the the natural end that he who remains like basically repurposed for his own uses. Is right. Yeah. Yep. He found Eliot at the end, and then decided to stay at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. I,
2: I, yeah, so I think that makes sense to me too. I, w- I would say that's probably what happened. Okay. So to to clarify for chat here because Garrett just asked, um, <clears throat> so like, so it's like a multiverse of madness then,
0: right? <laughs> something like that that's
2: got a nice got a nice
0: ring to it hopefully
2: they use that right it sure quantum mania <laughs> Oh,
0: that's a good title oh good man for a saturday morning cartoon <laughs> do you think sam raimi came up with the multiverse of madness or do you think kevin feige did
2: feige that sounds like a feige thing where he's like multiverse of madness and they're like i don't know he's like we're using it we're running it print it he 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 had a, a jay jonah jameson moment
0: <laughs>
2: I, I feel like it's
3: it, i feel like ramy had a hand in it for sure it has a, a horror element but also it's kind of campy too and that yeah. just feels like Raimi.
0: oh that's definitely Raimi. that's definitely ramy all right, well any other thoughts on the, on the episode? I know we didn't deep dive too much into it, but like the ramifications of just killing he who remains and knowing that he who remains exists are enough to fill any episode. So,
3: yeah. Do we think uh, there is only one TVA and he who remains dying just reset them? Or Because back to the ring thing, right? This could be like the third or fourth time it's happened, and Mobius doesn't remember those rings, so it could be each time he dies, they reset. Or
2: there's a TVA for every universe. I think that our Loki got dumped out into a different universe because the statue was different. The statue is a statue of Kang. Mm -hmm. So he gets dumped out, and this Mobius is like, who are you? Hello? What? (laughs) What? It doesn't even know who Loki is. Period. Right? Yeah.
3: So well, that at least means not those Tom
0: version of Loki.
3: Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Well, doesn't Loki say his name? He's like, "I'm Loki." Like, and I, then he's like, "Who?"
0: I don't think he did. Did he say his name?
2: Like, no, nah, I could be misremembering. I don't sure. remember.
0: Yeah, I don't think he did.
2: He, he walks up. He's like, "Hey, yo, Mobius, it's me, Loki, baby." Like that's yeah. that's how that conversation went.
0: <laughs> okay, you definitely Fun. watched a different episode than I did then.
2: <laughs> it was a spot-on impression by
3: the way. <laughs> yeah he probably doesn't say his name but for sure he doesn't recognize him so that's right
0: he doesn't recognize him uh okay then let's get into spider-man 2 since uh i know malfoy has a lot to say about this episode this this movie
3: <laughs> i fucking love this movie it's so good it's one of my, it's, it's still the best i I really went back and forth on it for Infinity War when it came out, but I still think it holds up as just like a complete awesome, also superhero movie.
0: I mean, it takes the the, the trope, right, of of superhero having to lose superpowers to realize that being a superhero is not a burden or it is a necessary means kind of thing.
3: Oh, yeah, it's definitely a burden, for sure. Uh, I think this movie does a great job of just having spider-man be the worst thing for peter parker throughout his life every every stage of the the start of this movie is just showing him losing (laughs) because he's being spider-man so peter has to suffer for it um and then him still choosing every step of the way to like i have to do this like this is my obligation um that's that's why it's the best for me that's what being a hero is
0: because that's what heroes do
3: (laughs) Like obviously set pieces and having like the cool lasers and like kicking the shit out of Thanos, like that's fun. That's also what being a superhero movie has to be too. Because if you don't have the cool action set pieces, like that's the genre. Like what are you doing? Um, And there's plenty of that in this. Like the iconic train scene we'll talk about in a few. Um, But at the core of it, it's the person choosing to be the hero that I think is the most important part about superheroes. And if you don't touch on that at least a little bit, it's, it's just it's just an action movie.
0: I love that. The, the this is like they after the success of the first one, they let Sam Raimi kind of like a little bit more off the leash, so to speak. Yeah. I mean you get this great body horror movie in the middle of the of of the whole thing you get, of Doc Ock or Dr. Octavius now being grafted to these to the the tentacles that he he used as a tool. Uh, you even get a homage to Evil Dead like right in the middle of the surgery scene with the chainsaw and just the way Bruce that Bruce Campbell's even it. in it. Well Bruce Campbell's in all 3 of them so.
1: Yeah yeah. <laughs>
3: But, yeah, no, in the claw, like, and then comes at the camera. <laughs> oh, that scene is so awesome. Every time you watch it, I'm just like, oh, fuck. And then they just show his face. Like, he's just completely unconscious. Like, his body's just there. Yeah,
2: love it. My... Two of my favorite moments in this movie. Well, three of my favorite moments in this movie. Two of them involve Doc Ock. Yeah, that's fair. So, and they are the moments where he's like, well, aren't you worried about the AI taking over your body?" Ah, uh-uh, inhibitor chip. <laughs> like, that's just funny to me that you thought ahead to be like, "Well, the AI might fight me for set, like, fight me for control of my body." <laughs> Let me build a thing that sits, conveniently at the base of my, like, where, at the nape of my neck. Uh, that that'll prevent it. And then later on, when he's like, "Why am I going crazy?" Ah, inhibitor chip. And, like, that's when he realizes that the inhibitor's gone. And it's like, you didn't think about that? You know, you just got electrocuted, and you're not like, I should check on that. He kind of was abducted. That same scene,
3: like, it's supposed to show that it's switched. So he's not the pilot, he's just along for the ride. Yeah. So you get those moments of clarity, just like Green Goblin in the first movie, where you get to see Otto doesn't want to be involved, but it's the arms making him do what he
2: doesn't want to do. Yeah, <clears throat> the other best, like my favorite moment in the movie actually happens right at the very beginning when Peter is delivering pizzas. <laughs> and it's the guy just like, yo, Spider-Man stole that dude's pizza.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Such a great opening, too. Just
2: it's like, you saw this guy run in. <laughs> And now Spider Man's swinging you're not gonna go check out the alley to be like, Oh dang, Spider Man just showed up. What happened? No, first thought is Spider Man's a scumbag and stole that dude's pizzas.
0: <laughs> well, I mean is. this is the Marvel universe where, you know, J. Jonah Jameson's <laughs> newspapers say that Spider Man's a menace, so the fact that he doesn't go check on this on the pizza delivery guy and be like to see if he's uh, you know, beat up or something is, is another story.
2: Well, is is I figure that's just living in New York. Just like, That dude stole that shit. <laughs> Whatever.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like MJ's mom and or a dad in the first movie where she's like, "I need to go to school," and he's like, "Yeah, who's stopping you?" <laughs> like, what? Why? Who says that? Like, why would that be? A response to that? <laughs>
0: uh, I the, the and that's the like one of the first quote unquote cameos right there. You have a uh, by that guy. Then you have Emily Dachanel as the. Uh, Receptionist, and then you have Asif, Asif Mondi as the the guy who owns the pizza parlor. Like, yeah, they might not be cameos because these, these, these aren't big stars yet, but like they're definitely recognizable faces at this point.
3: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme for sure. <laughs> ah, yes. just the, whole, the whole
0: time, just <laughs> pointing at the TV, just like I know that yeah.
2: person now. That was actually what my sister in law did when Emily Deschanel showed up. She's like, Is that? Is
0: that bones? bones? That's bones. bones? That's t- <laughs> that totally is. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, but some I mean the, the 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 train scene. I mean I know we're skipping around, but like the train scene is so iconic and, and even to the point when they do a very similar scene in the Tom Holland like Spider-Man homecoming, like I almost was upset when they did it in in Homecoming, just because I was like, "Come on, they did it great in, in Spider Man Two. Why would you try and do something similar?" And now with the boat splitting in half,
2: you don't like Homecoming as it is. It's true. So I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I think it. I think it's a fair criticism, but it's gotten
3: to a point to where like nobody's gonna top the train scene from Spider Man Two. So like just paying an homage is like. I don't get angry because I'm like they were never gonna do better. We all knew they were never gonna do better. <laughs> they just wanted to be like, "Hey, remember that cool movie?" Yeah, so I'm cool with it. Also, <laughs> I liked
2: Hong <Homecoming>, Kong. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? The I just love that it's a bunch of like scared to death now angry New Yorkers that scare Doc off, like Doc Ock off of killing Peter. There, and it's just like. All right, you want Spider Man? You're gonna have to fight this entire city's block, like city blocks worth of people here, and we're pissed because you just ruined our whole commute. There, <laughs> come on, <laughs> I'm gonna be late yeah. to work now. I want to be late for work, and there's ain't there ain't no way that my boss is gonna believe that Spider Man and some dude with metal arms coming out of his back fucked the train up. <laughs> so, are you gonna come down to work and be like, "Yeah, I made this guy late, sorry," or am I gonna have to take you? Am I gonna have to take your hat? i'm gonna take your hat <laughs> i like how he's just like oh you want to you want
3: to stop me from doing this fine now everyone dies trash the train and hops out and yeah. then everyone's just kind of like wow well, we call, we totally could just let him kill spider-man and then we all would have been fine
2: we got <laughs> off at the next stop wow you shouldn't have said anything, man. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, also you have you have a I mean, I get it. This is all this is a New York banding together with another you New Yorker. Like we're all we're all great and it's it's a great town right now, but like, come on, this is two thousand four. People have camera phones at this point. You're gonna tell me that not one person is gonna snap a picture of this guy who not wearing Spider Man not wearing a mask. Right.
2: And also hello when they're like it's okay we won't tell anyone who are you gonna tell it's new york you don't know this guy <laughs> you yeah. be like oh it's some dude with brown hair it's new york bro <laughs>
3: <laughs> like being a kid at school it's like i've seen spider-man oh, oh yeah you've seen him what's he look like he's got brown hair um <laughs> he's he's white um yeah He's got brown hair and he was white. Really? That's you've seen Spider-Man. Get out of here! Shut the fuck up. Did you
0: Did you see that movie uh, with the racehorse about the biscuits? <laughs> he looks like that guy. <laughs>
3: Spider-Man Jeez. doesn't look like that wimp. No way.
0: <laughs> Flash Thompson's here, folks. <laughs> right? Spider-Man's way cooler than that guy. <laughs> uh, oh man! I love I love the the scene between Doc Ock and uh, Peter, and specifically when Peter first meets him, and the, you know they're just nerding out over science, but then Doc's like, "Look, science is great, but love is even better. Like, do you have somebody?" And he's like, "Ah, I mean." Yes, I don't know kinda and he's like what do you mean you don't know? Do I need to ask somebody else? How do you not know? Do I ask her? Like that exchange between them and then his wife also coming in and being like you need to stop, you know, teasing him like it's just a great exchange, it's a great flow of dialogue that I've always enjoyed.
2: I always love that dynamic of relationship between Peter and and Otto where it's very much so Otto is this brilliant mind that sees the world for Peter and all he wants to do is just like I can teach you I can show you but most of all like I just want to be there to make sure that you grow up to be like a good human being not a great scientist just a good person right I I I don't know why I like that dynamic so much for Peter but it's it's just good
0: because it also shows like it shows like what peter could grow up to be if not for spider-man like if he got the woman that he loved if he followed his his heart through science like he could be dr octavius like it's it's very much what his future could be
3: yeah and, and i think this this movie more so than the first one is about choices with the 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 gifts that you're given whereas the first one is like coping with the gifts that are thrust upon you Uh um where because you know peter didn't ask to be spider-man but then he was given the spider bite same with green goblin didn't expect to be green goblin um this one Otto's choices and his ego and ignoring the math not getting his calculations right and thinking he can still achieve what he was going for ultimately it's an obvious icarus parallel right um he even says flew too close to the sun in the the movie um (laughs) And then you see what Peter's doing with Spider-Man where he's just working himself thin, literally at the expense of who he is as a person. Peter's failing at everything. He's losing his job. He can't pay rent. And he doesn't go to class. Um, so you get to see that dynamic of like choose love, choose you, the people you care about because they'll save you. And then as soon as Otto loses his wife, like the, his rock, because of his choices, he becomes the monster. Well done. <laughs> I've, I've seen this movie a couple times
2: and i kind of like it
0: okay, just kind of wow. just a little bit
2: just a little bit not well, well played well done i think all right see you guys next week i don't <laughs> have anything else to say yeah, we haven't talked about
0: aunt may yet Okay, what do you have on a m a
3: What do you have on Amé? Wait, oh, I was only half joking. Oh, so the, uh, the the scene where he eventually tells Amé about how Uncle Ben died and how he's partly responsible, like he could have, um, he could have chosen to intervene and maybe Uncle Ben doesn't die if he stops that robber. Um, and then later when he shows up and she's moving because she can't afford her house anymore, and the next door neighbor kid is like helping a move. And she's basically explaining like, you know, we, we want to see Spider-Man around like playing coy. Is it like saying like, I know you're Spider-Man. Like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you out and about? Like people need you. There's like a purpose to you being around in the neighborhood. But then also for her to give that speech, knowing that Peter chose not to be Spider-Man the last time. And uncle Ben died. Mm-hmm. And the weight of that, of his aunt saying, like, hey, last time you did this, we lost somebody we cared about. Like, where where are you?
0: <laughs> so maybe it's time to put the mask back on?
3: Yeah. It's just It's His relationship with, uh, well, mainly Aunt May and MJ in this, because I think the, ultimately this movie is about Peter needing MJ, and when he gets that, you know, resolution at the end of the movie, it's supposed to be like, okay, I can be Spider-Man now. Um, but I think his relationship with the three people in his life, the only three people in his life, are the core of why I love this movie so much. Because all three of these movies, for Harry, moving on to the next person, is just him never having a chance, but in trying to escape from what everyone wants him to be, and still not succeeding. Um, and the scene where they're at uh, the engagement party, and Harry is, like, slapping Peter in the face, and just, like... He killed my dad like why are you choosing his side like I thought we were friends like what the f- like literally took my whole life from me and you still choose not to tell me who he is it's just like of course this guy's gonna end up <laughs> making terrible decisions like he has no support system whatsoever
0: it's true yeah. and yeah. he's he's just trapped in his his own little uh kingdom his empire that that's been thrown thrown he's been thrown into.
3: Yeah, and that, that hatred is the only reason Doc Ock actually gets involved with Spider-Man, because his own motives have nothing to do with Spider-Man, which is another success of this movie, by the way. I love right. the villain. Nothing to do. Like, his goal is not kill the, the hero. Like, right. I hate that shit. So his ha- Harry's hatred is the only reason MJ is put at risk to get Peter's attention so Doc Ock can do what he wants to do. And I think that's fucking awesome.
0: But it was also... Doc Ock is like, it's 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 Spider-Man's fault that the first uh, experiment didn't go right. Like, the reason his wife is dead is because Spider-Man intervened.
3: Sure, but if he was given the tritium without having to go get Spider-Man, he wouldn't have. Yeah, oh, that's
0: fair. That's fair.
3: Like, Spider-Man could have totally been out of the equation. He, he just, I mean, obviously he didn't like the guy and that would have been a driving factor. Like, sure, whatever, I'll go kill the guy for you. But ultimately, if... Harry was like sure knock yourself out he would have been like yeah
0: I mean couldn't he have just taken the tritium from Harry at that point like does he really need to go kill Spider-Man
2: yeah that's true (laughs) yeah so my question here is with at the beginning of the movie they said there's only 25 pounds of tritium on the planet does that mean that Oscorp had all 25 pounds oh yeah yeah Oscorp is huge well yeah but like You'd think that with a resource that rare, like, national governments would be involved.
0: Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you, but (laughs) a lot of times those private companies will, you know, they'll spend the more money and get to things before a government will and thus own it. I mean,
2: fair, but...
3: They got some tritium lobbyists. Don't worry about it.
2: (laughs) I'm just...
0: something doesn't seem right also if if the, say the u.s government did have it like they might be loaning it out to oz so that they can find a way to replicate it or something
2: it's only 25 pounds <laughs> just that's, that's not a lot
3: okay question one is tritium a real element no and two no i didn't think so cool does it show up anywhere else in the mcu like it's not like vibranium right
0: no it's it's yes. it, it's something they made just for this movie
3: Okay, cool. Because that was my first thought. I was like, why, why not make it Vibranium? Like, why not? Just for shits and gigs. It's an MCU-specific thing. It's an MCU property. I d- or Marvel. It was an MCU at the time, but like, it's a Marvel thing.
0: Yeah, I think it, because it's Sony and they didn't have the rights to Vibranium or Animantium at the time, they couldn't really use it.
2: Oh, yeah. That would make sense. Great point. That would make sense.
0: So. No. Uh, it was... Yeah, we didn't get to talk too much about Harry, but like him and the surprise Willem Dafoe cameo, like uh, as Harry goes further into his own psychosis, is a is a was a great surprise.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I, I, this was still at the point to where like, I mean, maybe maybe they had announced. I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention at the time, but like the idea of them just setting up the next movie so blatantly, like it, that's awesome. Like, it wasn't like these planned trilogies and shit like we have now where it's like, obviously, they're going to have teasers for something else because we know there's something else. Um, so them like, setting that up of like, oh, crap, is he going to be a goblin? Net? Like, those moments are awesome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this, this trilogy shut down what I've wanted from a Spider-Man movie forever in the first Spider-Man and then tried to make up for it in this one for what they're gonna do in the third, and that is I just want the goblins to pull heist together. <laughs> that's all. That's all that I want out of the goblins. Wait, Don't make
3: so Spider-Man three is your favorite one then because Harry tries to steal
2: the ring. No, but I want I want Willem Dafoe's character to be alive also, and I want them to do it together. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. So if, if Willem Dafoe was there,
3: then the ring theft would have been A plus all the way around. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. You have you have father and son that are just falling deeper and deeper into this ridiculous psychosis of theirs and they're just like, I don't I don't know what to do about it. You wanna put on cool space age suits that we built and like fly around on cool gliders and throw bombs at people? It's like, Hell yeah, high five and then they go and do that. Like what else do you need from them as bad guys? <laughs> hey,
3: Dad, I need you to help me prevent my uh, best friend from getting married real quick. It's only going to take five minutes. There's two of us.
0: <laughs> he's like,
2: Yes. Remember what I did to those board members with the bomb that just disintegrated them? Let's do that. And then they high-five, and he goes, I love you, son. And Harry's like, I love you, Dad. And then they go off and do the thing, but they're still not quite right.
0: You couldn't you couldn't have them say, I love you, because then there would be the end of the movie. Thus, they would already— It would
2: be.
3: They got no, no. And then, it, then it would just be an hour and a half of Mary Jane having a great life because Peter's no
2: longer in it.
0: <laughs> right. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> because all she, of the
2: troubles that come with Peter are gone and she just has a great life. Yeah. She gets to she gets to feel like she gets to, to to grieve and to mourn Peter, and all of those emotions and thoughts of what could have been are now dead with Peter. Um and she gets to go pursue her dreams of being an actress and being a model and just being everything that her dad said she never would be and life is better for mj now well, and then, d- there we go you, i fixed you might, your character you might
3: end up with harry again uh, as like a sort of like coping mechanism and then he's wealthy so then they, she could be an actress and then he can just support
0: no her. no 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 we need to leave she needs to leave harry in that toxic relationship no, b- it's behind it's a terrible decision she, no, she, yeah, totally. no we don't stay it's with awesome. john stay with john jameson he's an astronaut yeah. he's the first person to throw a football on the moon like
3: right these are things the biggest tragedy of this movie. That guy deserved everything. What a great dude. They did nothing but explain how great this guy is only to get knocked <laughs> over in the final moments.
0: So it's I, brutal. For those who don't have know, to, Go ahead.
2: I have to address chat here for for 1 second. Andy, welcome in. Tom Cruise should have played Sandman, but that's in the next movie. We got Doc Ock in this one, my guy. Oh, you fixed. Okay, you caught up. Never mind. Doc Tom Ock. Cruise. Tom Cruise could have been Doc Ock. Hundred percent agree with you. And James Franco does have the best. It was the greatest goblin with that sick snowboard glider. There we go. We're caught up on chat. So,
0: <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, John Jameson uh, is also a hero in the comic books by the name of man wolf he turns into a werewolf
2: whoa
0: yep Sick. see then and, and and that's actually hinted at in the movie when he jumps from the pier to the boat in like a single leap like it's supposed to be like a nod to the fact that he he's uh he's already got the whatever going through him
2: and this movie is f- this movie specifically is full of that
0: Full. I mean, uh, Peter's professor that introduced mm-hmm. him to Octavius is, is uh, it's the lizard. The lizard. But yep. now I can't remember what his name is. Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors. Thank you, Dr. Connors. So you have that. And there is an Easter egg of Thomas Jane as Punisher in this movie. So the scene no. went after uh, Mary Jane runs away from the from the altar as she's running through, which I assume is supposed to be Central Park. She runs past a guy that is dressed in all black that then sp- spins around, and you can see it's Thomas Jane in uh, basically in, in a Punisher outfit without the skull.
2: I mean, that's pretty <laughs> cool. I didn't notice that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there was
3: Where's another one up? that I saw, but I have to see this. <laughs> Um, fuck. What were we talking about before that? Sorry, I just
0: my more, brain. Just-, just more characters that they allude to in the in the in this movie.
3: <clears throat> oh um, yes, MJ's fiance that she leaves for. Oh yes, terrible. That's just. I I love Peter, and I I love that this movie shows how good of a person he is, and their relationship is so strong, and how they need each other. But just on paper, her leaving Jameson for Peter is just so dumb. It's just so <laughs> dumb. Like I'm just looking at it like this is the worst. This is the worst choice actually. Like yeah. all this all this success that you could have with him, all all this safety, security, everything, you, like never have to worry about any financial decision ever, ever. And you're just like, "Oh
0: man." But that's not what that's not what her heart we wants. Up,
3: we kissed upside down once and it was awesome. I just can't <laughs> go back on that.
0: And the fact I mean, that she keeps totally trying could. to recreate the the upside down kiss too is just so sad. <laughs>
3: He just He's into it, too. He's like, whoa, that was cool. Or she's just like not about it at all.
0: Like,
2: this poor guy. <clears throat> See, now, because Andy brought up Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, no.
0: That was the first season.
2: No, 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 no. I'm not going to ask who Tom Cruise should have been in this movie because it's so clear that Tom Cruise should have been John Jameson.
0: That's not a bad pull. I mean, he would have been way too old for Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane, but okay.
3: I was gonna say, uh, just have Tom Cruise do the the Hal Sparks cameo in the elevator, with all the pitches, while uh, he can't use his webs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been good. Yep. Yep. Hal Sparks, what a what a moment in time that guy was. No kidding. <laughs> like
0: you'd never hear about that guy anymore.
3: Man, he was Zoltan in. Uh... <laughs> Dude, where's my car? Yep. <laughs> That's a movie that couldn't be made today. Definitely could not. No. Nope.
0: No. 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 Nope. Um, okay. Toy set. What? What's the toy set that we want? Oh,
2: that doesn't exist already.
0: That doesn't exist yeah. already.
2: So this one is um, a multi-piece set right <clears throat> like you have to collect all all the pieces um but it was marketed specifically towards um train, like model train collectors and it's uh it's the train scene <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's like it like a was...
3: full on replica model to every you know, yes like,
2: you know, yes course. 100%. Um, so that way you know like you have your big countryside train set that you everybody has if they collect trains and then maybe that train kind of goes into the city a little bit but then you have your subway system. That's for the hardcore collectors and this one comes complete with um, Spider-Man damage and little tiny Spider-Man surrounded by a bunch of New Yorkers that are never going to remember who he is under the mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so so i'm trying to think i'm trying to think how dark i want to get with this joke because i had a really funny one but then also i didn't i don't know so anyway i'm just gonna go for it so it's gonna be a, a lego set actually no yeah no we'll go lego set where it's peter talking to aunt may in the kitchen and then it has an audio track that plays underneath it uh of peter just apologizing For Uncle Ben's death,
0: can we get like a background like of like Uncle Ben as giving his like death like statement? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) but it has to be Lego Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: it has like this weird like bubble that sits off like this three D component where you just have a Lego of Uncle Ben chilling like up up in the clouds. So when his turn comes around, it lights up,
2: and then the audio lets you know he's the one talking. Oh my god, I'd be about it. I would That's funny. Mitch, what's your
0: toy? My toy would be the bank robbing scene, the bank high scene, but it comes with a full on like Joel McHale uh action figure just so that he can <laughs> sit there and cower and, and make fun of Peter. Like just because I like Joel McHale. McHale.
2: I, I wanna take a quick step back in the show real quick. Um why was that bank full of like nothing but gold coins because
0: <laughs> it was scrooge mcduck's bank i don't know <laughs>
2: right right uh, there was no dollar bills it was just like big canvas sacks of gold coins
0: because that's that's sam raimi that's the cheesy like this that Sam because of course wouldn't there just be burlap sacks of gold coins i'm surprised there wasn't dollar signs on the the sacks yeah.
2: there should have been at that rate just like <laughs> yes <laughs> money
0: just so you know there's money in here <laughs>
2: right how much money a vague amount of money the bank should have <laughs> i feel like if they did that bank
3: robbing scene in the first movie it would have had dollar signs on those bags
0: it probably would have you first probably right.
3: is very like over the top saturated like simple design stuff it would have been awesome <laughs> it should but, have yeah they wouldn't have got Joel McHale for
0: the first one, so I'm glad they waited. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Hal oh, Sparks man. also do like a version of the soup at one point?
3: Uh, f- uh he was on one either VH1 or MTV for okay. a while.
0: I was going by
3: a while, I mean his little four year period of fame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we know that dr octopus and alfred molina as dr octopus is going to be showing up in in the next spider-man movie spider-man far from home it's still up in the air i'm sorry no way home sorry uh it's still up in the air that whether or not toby Maguire is going to be in there any other things that you want to see from this movie show up in the next movie or the next mcu
2: goblins pulling a heist but give us a universe where they're actually goblins, <laughs> and I, I want these two nasty little goblins on gliders to be just like, <laughs> so like it- stealing stuff and throwing bombs. I'm here for it.
0: Is it voiced by Willem Dafoe and, and James Franco?
2: Absolutely. Okay. If it's not, I'm going to be disappointed.
0: Well, I mean, we we don't we don't enjoy James Franco anymore, though. So
2: <laughs> no, but. Fair. Get his <laughs> brother to do it.
0: There you go. Get Dave Get Dave in there. <laughs> Dave. Dave
2: hasn't been in a Marvel movie yet.
0: Nope. Nope. Neither is his wife, Alison Brie.
2: Nope. Dave, Dave Dave. Dave Franco is, is going to be Iron Lad.
0: Uh, I mean, he still looks young. This is correct, but he's not young. I don't know. If he's we can... <laughs> not young.
2: If, if you were going to do Iron Lad as Dave, like Dave Franco as Iron Lad, it would have had to have been like Scrubs med school era. <laughs> yes. We,
3: What if we, I I mean, I know I got to somehow talk about Fantastic Four every time I come on here. What if we do Dave Franco as Johnny Storm?
0: I mean, that's not a bad choice. I like that. Yo. I like that. I'm
2: about that. And we need, if we're getting all the the Spider-Men from other universes and everything. uh, Thank you, Garrett. Uh, We need, because it's a Spider-Man episode, I have to talk about it at least once. We need a tally on (laughs) a (laughs) Spider-Man. What with all of the Easter eggs that they fit in Loki, do you
3: think they they would be above doing something like that? No, if they oh. do like a, a scene where they show a bunch of different Spider man I feel like dude, they would do it.
2: We need that. Are you kidding? Even if it's just a dude with like a kind of shitty mustache drinking like a cappuccino, that has just like a poorly drawn spider on his shirt. That's there we go. Italiano Spider Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I still want the scene of like, it's it's. If, if Alfred Molina is in the movie as Dr. Oc- uh, Dr. Octopus and like Toby Maguire does show up, I want them to be them, the actors, like filming a Spider-Man movie in the No Way Home movie.
2: That would be cool.
3: What are we going to do for Andrew Garfield though? Oh, so like they tap into our reality when they, when they see the actors. So it's like literally Alfred Molina and Tobey Maguire that peter parker is interacting with yes interesting that would be really cool (laughs) that would be really fun and it would be a nice bait and switch for getting those people in the movie
0: right that's what i I think would be pretty cool but uh i I, but then i think a lot of other audience people would be like ah that sucks like i wanted to see you fight
3: be mandarin 2.0 yeah
0: that's true it would be. I liked
3: that. I'm a, a fan of that movie, but I feel like most people fucking hated it.
0: So I <laughs> I mean, to do that again.
2: It was it was less than okay. It was less than good. And um, I don't know. I, I had a problem with Iron Man 3's script in a big way, looking at the dude who made the movie happen. Was probably the main reason. <laughs> but you know, that's neither here nor there.
0: Uh- <laughs> uh, so I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't figure out a way to, to. I mean, this this shouldn't count, but I couldn't figure out a way to get Thunderbolts into the conversation because it, it's Doc Ock, so he's going to be Sinister Six. He can't be a Thunderbolt.
2: No, but Thunderbolts were mentioned by Mitch. So go ahead and mark that off. No, that doesn't
0: count. It doesn't count. <laughs> Sinister ruling it.
3: <laughs> Sony still aiming for that.
0: I think they are. I think they. I think Sony is still looking to do a Sinister Six movie, and essentially that's. What they're trying to do over there, they're making a bunch of movies about their about the villains, the villain characters, right? Because uh, Spider-Man is kind of tied up in the MCU proper.
2: So, so what who even is th- there- Sorry, go ahead. Who even's gonna be our Sinister Six? Because like they've set Venom up to not be a bad guy.
1: Oh, um, we're gonna have.
2: We're gonna ha- oh, it's gonna be Sinister Six, and then Venom's gonna fight the Sinister Six. Yeah i'm up i'm out no nope. <laughs> i like how we just both figured that out right now like, oh no
3: no that's what that is because i was gonna ask what do you think they're just playing the long game eventually by the time sinister six comes out they can make a new deal so they can borrow spider-man for a movie but if venom's setting up to be like this kind of hero i guess Yep. oh
0: god <laughs> No. so that's <laughs> garbage and i'm upset we know that they're making a Craven movie, so Craven will probably be a part of the Sinister Six, uh,
2: which feels weird. Haven't haven't they casted everybody
3: though? Like, well, technically they don't have a new Doc Ock.
0: But yeah, they don't they have, have a vulture.
3: new Do- uh There's a Vulture dude from um, Far Cry Four or whatever that was on the the ferry scene. Is oh uh, Scorpion? Scorpion.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, we have Rhino no if Paul Giamatti feels like coming back oh no, no no that was a different movie
0: that was Andrew Garfield so we're not we're yeah. not talking about that Rhino because Rhino's one of my favorite characters
3: good because Paul Giamatti has done way better in his career um the uh they, they showed the suit no they didn't no they did right no they didn't
0: for who we
2: have actress. we have access to uh to Electro I'm um, that end credit scene for Amazing Spider-Man 2 oh no that's just that's bleeding. still
3: yeah just that's, floating that's, in the middle yep that's of that's
0: Amazing Spider-Man
3: 2 that's that's not, no, that's not stuff we have already. So okay. yeah, I think then we there, only have three. We have, it's just three then, yeah.
0: Three at this point, but they have, they have characters that they can, they can tap into. So, I mean, Mysterio yeah. could still be alive. Ooh. I think he probably will be. He got shot. Or did he? But. It's all multiverse. illusions.
2: Multiverse. Multiverse but the Mysterio that actually has magic. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a possibility. Or oh, great.
2: So this way, he's Festo. not just some special effects artist guy. He's just like, no, I'm actually I'm actually spooky.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm actually spooky.
2: <laughs> or, or, he, or he legit knew about the multiverse. He just
3: had no means of doing anything about that information other than making films about it.
2: I feel like in that one, they fed Peter whatever sci-fi nonsense they thought he would eat, and it, it, it worked because it's Peter.
0: Yeah. Well, he was, he was a big science nerd. So the fact that you're like yeah. throwing science out there, yeah.
2: He's like, ah, it's real. He's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Any, uh, anything else from the chat as we we're about to sign out?
2: Uh, Magic Bollocks popped in just to say animated series did it, to kind of dismiss away some of our ideas. Um, but, yeah, you but know, it's okay.
0: Not everybody's old enough to remember that, Magic Bollocks, just because he, he yeah. and I am.
2: <laughs> mm hmm. Whatever, man uh no it looks like we're we're pretty set um can we get okay can we get nick cage to do a live action noir spider-man
0: i mean i'm sure they can it's not like he's doing other things his other movies are going straight to vod
2: i'd be down honestly (laughs)
3: Yeah, he's he's just being Nick Cage right now. He's making weird shit. (laughs) He's actually
0: he's literally making a movie where he's going to be playing himself. Really? Yeah. It's like like a it's like like in a
3: weird meta way or
0: Yeah, because it's gonna be like a big fan of his like tries to kidnap him or something like that. I don't remember what it is.
2: What was the there was a Bruce Campbell movie where uh, he was of Bruce Campbell fame And somebody hires him to come out to like this little small town under the guise of like, come out here and just be a celebrity. We'd love to meet you. And then when he shows up, they're like, cool, so you're Bruce Campbell, right? You can kill all these monsters, right? And he's like, no, I'm just a dude.
0: (laughs) I do not know this movie.
2: I'm going to look into that a little bit because I remember watching it with with my sister and it was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, Because it's like a monster that lives in the caves outside of town and it keeps coming in and killing people or something like that. So, and he's like, I don't know what to do here. And they're like, but you're Bruce Campbell. And he's like, yeah, the script usually tells me what to do.
0: So they, they essentially remade Three Amigos with Bruce Campbell?
2: With just Bruce Campbell. There's
0: not three of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm for it. So I, I would like to know what the name <laughs> of this movie.
2: If I can find it, I'll let you know.
0: Malfoy, where can people find you online?
2: Uh, if you'd like to,
3: you can follow me on Twitter at AlexLLusardi.com. That's L-U-S-A-R-D-I. Uh, that's pretty much my only social media. So, uh, yeah,
2: catch me uh, tweeting about random shit in movies. <laughs> Ian? <clears throat> Hi, I'm Ian. You might have known that from listening to me talk about stuff for the last almost hour and a half. Um, but you can find me if you're here in chat already. Hi, chat. Um, then you know where to find me, twitch.tv slash Ianflux. If you want to be a part of the conversation, come on by. Because we do this every Wednesday at uh, seven o'clock Arizona time. Right now it's Mountain Standard. Are we always Mountain Standard, and we just don't change because we're Arizona? I don't know how that works. Just Google Arizona time. That's what I do. I
0: just just Google Arizona time. I just say Arizona time.
2: (laughs) Yep. Arizona time. Adjust accordingly for your time zone. Um, You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter, and TikTok. Um, at Ian Flux, that's I-A-N-F-L-U-X And on Twitter, that's I-A-N-F-L-U-X The number's 1, 2 Because I am Ian Flux 12 on Twitter Because somebody else took it And they won't give it to me, it's I asked
0: So strange
2: Uh, Yeah, bastards uh, But Mitch, where can people find you? And do they have a Patreon where they can ask about Muppets Avengers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might happen one day <laughs> Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at GEM G E M G E M stands for geek elite media. We can talk more about Spider-Man two or any of the other non MCU Marvel movies. The rest of geek elite media is at geek elite media on Twitter at geek elite media on Instagram and facebook.com forward slash geek elite media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geek elite Check out our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/GiggletMedia, for exclusive material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us because it helps spread the word of our network.
2: Oh, Mitch, I almost completely forgot. I'm sorry to cut you off in the middle of that because it's so you're so good at it, and what? I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm I'm a monster. Um, <clears throat> you know, the three of us are going to be playing D and D next week.
0: That's true.
2: And we haven't talked about it, like, at all anywhere.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> I was going to say something after Mitch was done,
2: but you beat me yeah, to it. Yeah. So we're going to be playing Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Wizards of Webcams has found a new home on the Geek Elite Media Twitch channel. So go follow over there, twitch.tv slash Media. Turn on those notifications. There's going to be content throughout the week, sporadically all over the place. if you want to see my beautiful face, uh tune in on Thursdays because they'll be hosting uh Jay Bruce for the Starfinder game that we're playing over there. We run the stars. And on Fridays, Wizards and webcams <laughs> Wizards and Webcams will be live at seven o'clock Arizona time. Again, adjust the Google and adjust um for a weekly D D game that I will be running. Mitch where are you over there? Mitch will be playing and then Malfoy will be playing as well, plus my sister. So mark your calendars; it's going to be a good time.
0: It's going to be the first and time I've ever played online.
2: Yeah, it's going to be super fresh. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's that's what I had to say about it. Um, so that's that's a thing. Mitch, you can go ahead and finish now. You have my permission. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. Geek out. <laughs> we can
2: never make it happen all at the same time.
0: I need, I need you to do it with more feeling, more gusto.
2: This concludes our broadcast. Beep.